Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. Proud to be here with you every single Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And you know on Wednesdays it's dolphin time, diving into the stories of student-athletes, coaches, administration, future dolphins, and alumni, as well as our monthly sit-downs with Athletics Director Bob Beretta. I am here with the Lemoyne Dolphins women's soccer head coach, Yaro Zavislan, here with me once again. He's making himself a repeat uh, <laughs> repeat guest here on the show. We've had him three times in the last couple weeks, and all for good reason. The women's soccer team got to kick off Division One for Lemoyne, and then from there we got to speak coming off of that first game and first experience, and now only three games into being a Division One program, Lemoyne women's soccer has a victory already early on here in the Division One move. So, a lot to celebrate, a lot to be excited about. Yaro, how are you today? We're doing very well today. Uh, everybody individually and as a program, as athletic department, uh, we are definitely enjoying this moment uh, for a day and then uh, in the meantime getting ready for the next game this Thursday. You know, and, and, and in the celebration of this moment, did you let yourself feel it at all when the final whistle blew on the road at Niagara? Did you let yourself personally feel the victory for a second? Did you take maybe a deep breath on the sideline or before you stepped out to shake hands with the other coach, did you kind of just take a moment to stand there? Did you give yourself that moment? It was a great feeling for our student athletes and coaching staff and and the athletic trainer and everybody associated with the women's program athletic department and lemon college in general because we had the, we had a great uh, support in the stands even though there was a away game um being able to be part of the coaching staff that uh, provides that opportunity puts the student athletes in the best position possible to succeed um, that's the reward in itself. Uh, the most important thing is seeing those smiles on the student athletes' faces, uh, celebrating the accomplishment yesterday. That's the joy in itself. Uh, result, that's something that is outcome of their hard work, of their improvement day to day, from training session to training session, from, from game to game. And uh, being coach at this level, that's, that's what we strive for. Uh, our job is to put uh, the student athletes in the best possible position to succeed, uh, provide them with the environment and platform to do so. And uh, that's the reward in itself. The result, the result is for our student athletes, that's for uh, our institution to celebrate from coaching point of view. Uh, that was the greatest reward seeing the uh, smiles, celebration, happiness uh, in our student faces, the feeling that uh, sense of the accomplishment. Yeah, you know, and, and for you, I mean, to see this, you know, win come to fruition in the first three games of being a Division One uh, program for women's soccer, just what that means to you that this win was able to come so early on in the season in non-conference play? As a program, as a team, we always step on the field. Uh, 
with the goal of uh, striving for positive results. We don't play for ties, but uh, tie on the road, win. I mean, that's a that's a positive result and uh, the uh, great effort, execution of the plays, the ball, uh, staying focused to the last play of the game. Uh, players put themselves in position to get the positive result on the road yesterday. Would it be a tie or win in the last two minutes of the game? Uh, that's, that's always the goal. Of course, it's not lost on us that uh, since last season, even before the announcement uh, about the reclassification, our goal was initially to close the gap with the uh, very good teams and any band, Division Two soccer teams and any band. Now, with the announcement of the reclassification to Division One, that goal of uh, of of our team uh, went up to another two three levels higher so that was task in itself we've been racing against the time to keep improving at such a rate so we can close the gap and uh, through the preseason and the first three games the significant improvement uh, have been noticeable individually as players and as a group uh, this group of student athletes is improving from one training session to the next one from one game to another every day we see improvement in this group and there's always that question are we going to improve enough to put ourselves in the best possible position to get resolved out of the next game and uh, in spite of adversity, of uh, being on the road, uh, giving up two goals in the first half, which we never want to do it, but that's what happened. We felt that uh, from the first play of the game, that was our perfor best performance to date. And uh, as a team, we felt we were always in this game. We have uh, that saying that uh, the game is... Uh, never over and the game is never out of reach it doesn't matter how many goals you lead the game by the game is never over under that final whistle blows but also the game is never out of reach no matter how many goals you are behind especially in college soccer where you know, every time you score a goal there is a stoppage of the time and uh, and uh, in matter of uh, minutes or even seconds you can change the momentum and outcome of the scoreboard so uh, our team stayed focused never gave up um, we had a great finish to the first half with two beautifully executed plays and then in the second half uh, we were under significant amount of pressure there was a series of the corner kicks that we had to absorb um, but by the end of the game, with a couple of good possession sequences, we were in position not just not only to get a tie out of this game, but uh, actually with the well-executed play, good service and great finish, uh, we were able to score that late goal. And uh, that feeling of another extreme, because on Thursday before, soccer game was pretty cruel to us. 
uh, giving up the goal with 17 seconds left. On Sunday, everybody felt like soccer is the most beautiful game out there. Uh, scoring the game-winning goal on the side of the last two minutes. Um, the celebration, the emotion, all the parents, family, friends, celebrating with the players, all the fans. It was definitely a special moment for the women's soccer players, for the athletic department, for the college itself. Uh, coming here on this edition of Dolphin Dive, exclusive to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, featuring Yaro Zavislan, the head coach of the Lemoyne Dolphins women's soccer team, following their first victory as a Division One institution. Yaro, you, you made mention of it, uh, how cruel the game was a game before, but we've seen this team in just three games show that improvement. Having that first game where you know you're on the road at the University of Maine and the game you obviously never quit. We talked about it coming out of it, but five to nothing. Then you come within a goal against Iona and then you get this victory against Niagara. Why what's happening in these first couple games that you feel like was setting this team up to get a victory? You say that you've been seeing improvements and there's a bunch of things that, that you've been able to take away. What are those things that you've been taking away? Why did this team take two losses and turn it into a victory? It's been a process and uh, again, that's uh, that some things happened that were totally out of uh, women's soccer programs control, athletic departments control, and uh, institutions control with the announcement in May with the reclassification. Um, we haven't had a preseason game. That's that's one of the things where our first game, official game as Division One women's soccer program was our first game this August. Uh, so uh, that's something that it's uh, nobody's fault. It's just there was no teams to play in the preseason. Uh, division two, division three, uh, schedule of the preseason games, preseasons when they start wasn't just conducive to play any preseason games before our game on August 17th. And uh, <clears throat> pretty much all the division one teams were already booked up with their preseason games. So um, we were walking into the game without playing outside opponent. We did our best to uh, recreate the situation in our preseason training sessions. Uh, we played a lot of uh, 11 v 11 situations, but it's not the same as playing outside opponent, especially at Division One level. So credit to our players, they walk into that game, and during that game, people were able to see the improvement uh, from the beginning of the first half to the game. Um, Going uh, into the second game, we had six days to improve, to analyze video, to keep improving the things on the field and prepare ourselves for the second game. Our defending got better, but we still felt after Iona game that uh, there was still a lot of room to improve, especially when we would transition to the attack, transition to the possession. And uh, we improve on that part uh, before, by the time of the Niagara game. And that showed, because uh, when you become better team in possession, then not only you take away opportunities for the other team to, to have uh, extra attacking sequences, but then you create opportunities for yourself to, to 
not only to create goal-scoring opportunities, but uh, win the game by scoring a late goal, just like happened against Niagara. So there is a lot of work to be done, but uh, the team is progressing, and we know that by the time of the kickoff on Thursday, we will have to be that much better team by those another three days of, of training and preparation. You know, teams teams talk about you know having to get better, learning from the losses, learning from the victories. You know, where where's the growth going to come in? Where's the production? You know, we hear everybody talk about it, but it's one thing to talk about it; it's another thing to do it. Why are these student athletes so good at letting that loss kind of die? and not letting it follow them and then making those improvements like to to get you know deeper into your team and into this season squad why are they just really honestly good at letting go and at the same time getting better immediately i mean it's it's not every team that can get that can bounce back after a loss a few days later and and find a way to get a victory. Why? Why is this specific team showing us their ability to not only bounce back but to get better? Because it's it's hard to get better quick, and and they're showing that they can do that. Yes. Yeah, so definitely credit to each individual player. Speaks volumes to to their character. Uh, speaks volumes to their upbringing, family upbringing, and uh, the type of the character that uh, Lemoyne College student athlete uh, presents out there. Um, within the program, we always talk about not getting too high on highs of the successes and not getting too low on uh, adversities or losses. Yeah, we analyzed the game against Iona. We had a few days to improve on certain aspects of the game that, like I mentioned, will be ongoing process through the whole season. But uh, we are able to improve enough to, again, put ourselves in the position to succeed. And there is a huge credit that goes to, to our student-athletes who are able to get that uh, Thursday Iona loss um, analyzed, but also out of the system by the first play against Niagara. We are ready uh, we know the game starts again fresh with 0-0 score on the scoreboard and whatever we get out of the game that will have to be earned and uh, we had a very good start to the game we continue with the quality throughout the game the adversities happen but uh, the team just kept playing through it and uh, if, you, if, if the team puts enough positive plays on both sides of the ball stay focused and uh, the work rate is maintained through the whole game uh, then uh, the positive result is always a possibility there yeah, you know and, and seeing this game uh, the last three not only did you win three to two but Lemoyne scored the last three goals of the game like you said going down two to nothing early on and then scoring the last three just what you could say to to that piece of it. I mean, after game one, you and I spoke about this team never quits. This, you know, this is this is a part of our daily mantra of our program is that there's no game we're going to lay down in no matter what the score is. But your team not only 
took those moments of strife in the first two games and made something positive about it in game number three, but they stayed with it. And to score three goals in a game is difficult. To score three in a row when you know you're down to nothing is to some teams something that you don't see happen a lot. What can you say about the specific game at Niagara and your team not only finally getting to see what it's like for the ball to get into the net a few times, but to do it 3-0 to end the game? Yes, uh, the, the game of soccer is the game of uh, momentum shifts, the game of ups and downs, peaks and valleys. And uh, individually and as a group, uh, we know that uh, in the time where momentum is uh, against us, the other team has all the momentum, all the set pieces. We have to work through it, not just absorb through it, get through it and shift that momentum. Um, we know that there will be shifts in the game and you try to carry that your positive part of momentum as long as possible. Um, we felt that throughout the game, we never were out of the game. There was that confidence in the team's ability to be in the game, to stay in the game, and uh, be able to generate enough goal-scoring uh, opportunities to get back, to get back that first goal. And then the second goal came in very quickly. So the players they executed well the set piece. Um, for the first goal, the second goal came from the high press, repossession of the ball in attacking third, and well-executed sequence with beautiful cross and run at the far post. Um, so, again, it goes to the credit of the players that just stay focused on the next play because that's the most important play of the game because it is the next play. It doesn't matter if you're on defending side of the things or you're in possession and you have attacking sequence. Um, just like with the game, the next game is the most important game of the season because this is the next game. So today, uh, yesterday and today, we enjoyed that moment. We got through the video session, we got through the training session and and uh, strength conditioning part with Coach Ben. But we know by the end of uh, today, this game should be out of our system and we are fully focused on the next opponent which is a very good very good team Binghamton. you know and and like you said you know being able to watch this and uh, and you know look back at the film and enjoy it do you feel like there's a weight lifted off of the shoulders of your team now, I mean, as much as we've seen their maturity early on and we've seen their professionalism and how they've handled, you know, these games and, and not given up in those first two losses that they had to endure uh, to get to where they are today, had, did you see any moment of uh, just exhaling the breath that they inhaled at the beginning of the season? Definitely winning helps uh, helps a lot, right? And uh, serves almost that extra energy, extra spring in the step of the players. Uh, it's it's definitely very positive. There's, uh, there's uh, no negativity in winning. When uh, you lose a game, you don't want that to become a streak or a long streak. You want to end that as soon as possible. So... Uh, 
definitely internally players they, they were not looking at the reclassification process and saying okay now we are playing division one we're just trying to close the gap of the quality schools in division two and arguably the best conference in division two women's soccer which any 10 was um and now we have to face division one schools another level um they weren't using this as an excuse or explanation for first loss first couple of losses but uh, to get to the point where you get the result early in the season that's very significant and very important it's almost a reclassification process that's nice on the paper you become division one women's soccer program division one athletic department but there is uh, something about winning that first game at that level that uh, kind of solid solidifies that position that kind of uh, title of being division one sport right until you win that first game are you just a program are you just a student athlete on the paper that you're participating or actually you just prove that uh, you belong to the, uh, to to be at that level you actually belong in that environment not only you belong but uh, you are actually true division one athlete that uh, not only competes and hangs in there with that level of student athletes but actually has success and comes out with the positive results so we never wanted to talk about that leading to the games and leading to that first win but we had that little bit of a talk after the game where you know what you just prove that you belong at this level you just prove that you are truly division one student athlete here by 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 accomplishing something that hasn't been accomplished in the history of division one lemoyne women's soccer team winning that first game you know and, and here with yaro zavislan in this edition of dolphin dive before i let you go lemoyne dolphins women's soccer head coach following their first ever victory as a division one program you and i spoke about defense a, a couple times going into this conversation today and your defense did not allow niagara's team the purple eagles to take a shot in the final minute 30 with an attempt to tie the game just what you could say about your defense's evolution from game one to game two to game three because i know that that was an emphasis for you and you wanted to see more from your defense after that game against maine and here we are in a victory against niagara where the last minute 30 they don't have a shot because of your defense just what you could say about that They've been uh, there have been a lot of uh, teachable, coachable moments in the first two games, and credit to our players that uh, that uh, the progress has been made in specific areas. One one of the things that we've been emphasizing even before the first official game about uh, not taking any place off because we don't know when that decisive goal or when this decisive play that wins the game or ties the game can come in could come in from the kickoff right at the beginning of the game could come in with the seconds left and uh, that's been true in the first three games you, you never know when those decisive moments in the soccer game can come that's the beauty of the game of soccer it's so unpredictable and uh, that's something that uh, in the game three uh, 
we were able to manage the last part of the game with the lead and Niagara pressing for the equalizer. That's something we are proud of the players that uh, that evolution of the team and the progress of the team has been happening to the point where yeah we can we can manage those situations better and better with every passing game. We have with this victory not only the win that goes down as the first ever in program history as a Division One team, but also we have the first ever goal scored for Lemoyne women's soccer in Division One by Jenica Brown, and we have the first assist, and we have a bunch of you know things to celebrate here. So first first goal scored, first assisted goal, and then obviously. Uh, three different players scoring in this game. Did you do anything to celebrate that? And what can you say about the uh, the women that either assisted or scored the goals in this game? Because in the first two games, five nothing, one nothing, waiting to see the ball go through the net for the first time, and we saw it go through the first time, the second time, and the third. So, was there any celebration after the game individually, or any message or note? to these players as they made history for Lemoyne. Well, to say that we didn't celebrate those uh, certain uh, historic moments, uh, it, uh, it would be stating the truth because, yeah, uh, when those things happen, uh, everybody knew what, what just happened on the field and in the bench area of the field. Uh, we did celebrate it very quickly. We acknowledged that. Everybody realized that was the first goal in the history of uh, women's soccer division one level, first assist, first game winning goal, all that stuff. But uh, that was very quick and very momentary. By the time the ball got back to the center circle, we had to be ready for the next play. So yeah, there was a very quick acknowledgement of that uh, event, or of those events. Um, everybody knew what has happened, everybody celebrated, but uh, there was a time limit on it. The game of soccer doesn't allow you to call the timeout. Um, you just have to use the time of the ball being put back in the center circle and the referee blowing the whistle for the next play to, to finish celebration and focus on the next play. And uh, again, we are very happy for the individuals who wrote their names in the history books, but also very important it is the outcome that of the team effort uh, the goals assists shout outs and the statistics they're assigned to the specific players specific names and we are very proud of them but uh, that's direct outcome of the whole team effort so everybody in the program uh, should be proud of those accomplishments and uh, they are truly part of of the uh, team wins and and goals and assists and shoutouts. Uh, that's that's how the game of soccer is as a team sport. So we move forward. Two out of the first three games have been against teams in the state of New York, in Iona and Niagara. The next one up, like you mentioned, Binghamton. What does that mean to you as you and I have spoken about non-conference play before? The fact that you get to see different teams in the state of New York can create some rivalries, some fun for obviously fans and supporters. 
what does it mean to you? Because I know it's it's the you know the next game ahead of you, the next game's in front. But when you look at the schedule, and you see a bunch of New York teams and three in a row in this in this scenario of Iona, Niagara, and at Binghamton this week on Thursday, August thirty first at six p.m., does that have any special meaning to you that? You're trying to create these opportunities non-conference with teams within the state of New York? It is very important for a few reasons. First of all, we don't mind traveling out of state, out of region. But with the, the quality and the quantity of the quality of the teams that are in the state of New York, and uh, here even within two to three hour, four hour radius of, of driving, uh, it uh, it wouldn't be practical and even logical and smart not not to schedule the opponents uh, closer by. Yeah, that creates nice rivalry. The families, the students can follow the team even at the at the way games. Um, there's a lot of positives from playing the teams that are closer by. I mean, logistically, that makes it uh, better. You have the quality opponents here. Um, once the classes start, like they did today, there's less wear and tear on the student-athletes with the demanding travel schedule. We already travel extensively for our conference games. Ten games, five home, five away. We're already covering uh, a lot of Northeast region with, with our away games in the conference. And we were just talking with uh, athletic director Bob about how nice it is to have the, the quantity, but also the quantity of quality uh, of high-level women's soccer teams here within two or three, no more than four-hour driving distance. So the first year with the May announcement, uh, there was a little bit of a scramble to put that schedule together on the short notice. And it worked out nicely with regards to how many uh, schools closer to us we were able to schedule. Uh, but within the next three to four years, we should be well positioned to have a very good uh, footprint here in upstate New York with, with a lot of quality schools uh, within the driving distance. And uh, that's the goal, because if you have high enough, quality enough opposition, why to travel far away? Yeah, there could be some special trips happening here and there. We would do it for for the reasons of recruiting and exposing our student athletes to different parts of the country and also getting the Lemoyne College name out there. But practicality uh, of, of uh, scheduling the teams closer by, especially with the number of them and the quality of those programs, uh, allows us to schedule out of conference schedule uh, uh, the schools within reasonable driving distance and we look forward to building that schedule over the next two three years as we are settling into the little bit more of a routine with uh, in the working relationships with the particular programs yeah and in, in a note here before i let you go you're all looking at i mean obviously binghamton's coming up here next but after that we'll get to see finally and i know fans are really excited about this we will get to see 
the women's soccer team in their first ever Division I home match, which will be this Sunday, September 3rd at 1 p.m. Eastern Time against the University of Rhode Island. So I know we're very excited about that. I know you're focused on Binghamton, but it's going to be good to have the team at home for the first time this season. Thank you very much for mentioning this game. Yes, we are fully focused on Thursday. However, that first home game, again, history to be made. First Division One women's soccer game at home game at uh, Le Moyne College. Uh, there's a lot of buzz about that game. A lot of support coming from soccer community. We'll have some youth teams, youth groups coming in. Uh, some some school groups coming in, taking the tour of the campus early in the day and then stopping by uh, at the game at one o'clock to make the educational academic type of the trip. Uh, we're looking forward to, to the beautiful day, weather should cooperate, uh, quality opponent, uh, quality game on the field and uh, a lot of people in the stands. We, greatly appreciate the support they've been getting on the road. Uh, we hope to fill the stands for this game. Uh, let's keep spreading the word. Our student athletes are working hard to provide uh, uh, fans with the entertaining game on, uh, on Sunday. Uh, we hope uh, that the soccer community will turn out. Uh, not just soccer community, but general community is going to turn out in great numbers to to support our student-athletes for this first historic home game for women's soccer at Division One level. Yep, and a lot to be excited about coming off of that first win already in Division One, just three games into being a Division One program, saying a lot about your student-athletes, your coaching staff, your strength and conditioning, your plan, your film watching and uh, everything that you have that went into this season to make this possible to already show Division One that you belong. And uh, speaking of belonging, Yarrow, if you come on the show a couple more times over the next two weeks, I'm going to have to send you a lease agreement because you've been here for a lot. <laughs> We, we, we're joking around the athletic department that maybe we need to set up a special segment, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like at this point we should just call it on the pitch with Yarrow and call it a day. So, <laughs> Well, we appreciate everything you do for uh, coverage of women's soccer and all the athletic department, Le Moyne College sports. Uh, uh, your, your help and support uh, uh, cannot be underestimated, and uh, we greatly appreciate everything you do. Well, it means a lot to me, and happy to be along for the ride, and I was ecstatic to see that victory happen. So just know that I had uh, I had some phone calls that I made after that, and I had some excitement, and I looked up, uh, looked up to God and put my fist in the air. So just know that I was celebrating with you, and I look forward to plenty more to come, especially uh, what's coming up here this week and obviously at home. So thanks as always, Yaro, for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much.